The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Some news today that Canada's top soldier has is resigning his position as um, as uh, Chief of Defence Staff. Uh, in a statement released uh, this afternoon, Jonathan Vance announced the decision and said he has notified the government that he will relinquish command in the months to come. He said, quote, until I relinquish command, I will continue to serve you and Canadians with the same energy and effort I always have. That was in a letter to, um, to um, members of the Canadian Armed Forces and their families. Now, on his way to become Coming CDS, uh, Vance commanded one Canadian mechanized brigade group here in Edmonton from 2006 to 2008. He deployed as commander of the Joint Task Force Afghanistan and Kandahar in 2009 and 2010. He was appointed to the top military post back in 2015. Um, and the last few years of his tenure, you know it, have been dominated by the breach of trust scandal uh, against former Admiral Mark Norman. With more on the announcement, Today, we're joined by Amanda Connolly, who covers politics for Global News. Amanda, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. Now, um, Jonathan Vance is the longest-serving chief of defense staff um, in, in Canadian history at, at five years now. Uh, does this announcement, was this announcement a, a, survive, a, a surprise? I think a lot of us figured it was going to happen, you know, sooner rather than later. But had there been buzz about this on, on the Hill? There had there had been a, I guess you could say a little bit of buzz about this uh, very shortly before this statement actually came out. We did start hearing uh, from sources uh, coming to Global News about this, and I think overall, though, I mean, you're you're looking at the, the kind of bigger picture here, and you're you're right to mention that uh, that context there with him as the the longest serving uh, top soldier that Canada has had here. And and the big question about this, and we started to see it after the Liberals. Uh, one re-election as a minority government is will, would he be reappointed or, or have his term extended in that role? And and we really hadn't gotten a clear answer on uh, you know if if that was going to happen, why it hadn't happened already, what the positioning of the government was around that. He is of course, as you mentioned there, a, an appointee from uh, former Prime Minister Stephen Harper and his Conservative government. And so I think what we're seeing here again, you've seen a lot of. Uh, turmoil, a lot of kind of soul searching for the Canadian forces over the course of the last couple of years here, both with the response to the uh, the, the, the mission fighting ISIS abroad, uh, the, the response to uh, more, more recently the coronavirus pandemic here at home. And so they've really been dealing with uh, a, a lot here and, and we're really going to have to kind of keep an eye on what direction they go in next in terms of who will be replacing him. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting, and I know that they tend to like to rotate rotate it through Army, Air Force, Navy, whatever it is, you know. Uh, so it will be interesting to see um, who is named to that position next. And I, you could probably throw out some names already that are being, uh, you know, discussed at this point. Now we do know that uh, General Vance had been waiting, had been wanting that um, that position of Chairman of the Military Committee of NATO, which is is the alliance's top uh, military officer he'd been I'd, i've heard you know for a year plus now that he'd been waiting hopefully that um his name would be put forward for that uh and uh, the liberal government refused to do so how much of a factor do you think that plays into this announcement today well we're certainly hearing from sources that that was a factor in this in this decision 
Uh, and you'll, you'll note in his statement, he doesn't actually use the term, uh, you know, going into retirement or things like that. He's saying mm-hmm. relinquishing command. Uh, and, and so we're, we're looking kind of at the whole context here. Of course, that, uh, that, that position would have had to go to a vote. Uh, it would have been a, it's the, the top military position really, uh, there in, in NATO. And so, of course, it would have been, uh, a, a prize position for whoever does get it. We know that the government had had been uh, hit with that loss of the Security Council seat at the UN quite recently. That was a major blow for them. And so whether whether that could be uh, have impacted this decision here not to put General Vance's name forward, we don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, that certainly, though, is, is one of the, the many questions that have been emerging on social media from folks who, who have ties to the forces and, and uh, behind the scenes as well as we learn more about this. Amanda, how do you think, um, or you know, in 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 the circles that uh, you're in and the people that you're talking to, how do you think his tenure is going to be remembered? I mean, um, he has quite a, a storied uh, military ca- career, born into a into a military family. Um, you know, he's well known out here in Edmonton, of course, a, a big military city. Uh, he was involved in a very high profile campaign to uh, stamp out. Uh, um, sexual misconduct in the military and uh, that resulted in Operation Honor and the work towards that. But then, yeah, when you look at the Mark Norman really uh, scandal, let's call it that, um, I mean, there's there's been some good things, there's been some bad things. It, 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 what are you hearing about how he is going to be remembered or how do you think he will be? I think that's a really good question. And I think all of all of the examples that you were bringing up there are are, are really relevant to this conversation. It really will be, to a certain extent, a mixed bag. Of course, he came into the position with a very high-profile career. Uh, he came into it at a time when there were a lot of issues that uh, were kind of coming to fruition or coming to a boil that he had to address head-on. For example, of course, the, the sexual misconduct in the forces, uh, having to kind of craft the response to that following the release of that report before he was uh, actually named to the position. So, uh, But again, you, you do look at things like the, the Mark Norman case, uh, Vice Admiral, former Vice Admiral Mark Norman, pardon me, uh, who had been charged in a breach of trust uh, mm-hmm. case that was now later dropped. And he got a lot of criticism for his handling about that. Of course, he had named Norman to that uh, to the role of uh, commander of the Royal Canadian Navy very shortly after he came into his new position in 2015. And so we know that the two of them were close. Vance has said that uh, having to act on this and suspend Norman was one of the hardest decisions of his career. We've also seen uh, the Department of National Defense and the military get a lot of criticism, though, for allegations that they were not fully forthcoming, that perhaps they may have been too close to the government in the response to that ongoing case as it was playing out. And so mm-hmm. really, I think you're, you're going to see a, a bit of a mixed bag here with folks who are going to say, you know, there were a lot of things that he uh, he did respond very strongly to and very very clearly to and taking a lead on them. Other things where it's, you know, perhaps there, there perhaps there's, I guess you could say, um, a certain amount of criticism or, or perception that things could have been done much better in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Interesting, um, interesting, interesting news to say the least. Now we know during uh, the controversy, especially with uh, Mark Norman, that the defense minister stood by um, the CDS uh, through it all. Curious to know uh, what, um, if anything, uh, the defense minister has said today, and what have we heard from the prime minister's office? 
So we did get a statement from the Prime Minister's office today. This news first broke with a statement that Vance put up on his Twitter account. Uh, and again, I would, again, he, he described it as relinquishing command, didn't use the word retirement. Uh, we did see from the Prime Minister's office a statement very shortly after that in which they used that word several times, uh, stressing that uh, Vance would be going into retirement after this, uh, this relinquishing of command takes place. And so, again, that was very... Uh, Put, put a lot of praise for his accomplishments and things that he has done throughout the course of his very long career. Uh, and, and again, I think that there, there are a lot of questions here that we still uh, don't know. We don't know what happens next. We don't know kind of what direction the government will want to go in here. Will they appoint, for example, um, a woman to the position? We've never had a female chief of defense mm. staff. And we know that the government has certainly made a point of promoting uh, women who are who are capable and able to do the jobs into uh, positions that they, they haven't done before in the past. We saw it with the RCMP, for example. And so yeah. that will be one area that we're, we're certainly watching for very closely here as well. Amanda, before I let you go, um, you know, the search gets underway now. What kind of timeline uh, are we looking at or would, would we even know that now? Again, that's a really good question. We, we don't know right now <laughs> what that will be. We know that the government has, uh, for the last couple of months, said that it is focusing really purely on the response to the coronavirus pandemic yeah. uh, that they are they, that that is taking up the bulk of their focus it's taking up all of their uh, their time politically as well and we really haven't seen any other issues on the political agenda at least uh, that have gotten the same level or you know kind of really gotten a clear focus from the government in terms of putting forward policy legislation things like that and so i think that the the wording there of you know over the coming months is certainly indicative that a lot of this could very well depend on how things go. If we have, mm. you know, a second wave exploding in the fall, that will likely derail a lot of other issues that perhaps the government is hoping to right now to be able to address, including this. We're really going to have to wait and see though how that plays out and what sort of timeline they're able to get to this on. Amanda Connolly joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time, Amanda. Thank you for this. Thank you. You betcha, and you can uh, watch for Amanda's work at uh, globalnews.ca um, and uh, find out the latest on this one, of course, as well. Now, um, so we're talking about the fact, and, and one of the reasons why I think it is important to talk about it is because you know, as well as I do, Edmonton, a very big military community. Um, a lot of folks here know uh, the CDS. Not only that, it's just that he is the uh, the country's top soldier, and uh, that, that news release that he put out today... Uh, he went on to say, this is uh, General Vance saying, you, the members of the Canadian Armed Forces, have been inspiring, have been the inspiration for my life, and I have given you my all. Now in my 39th year of service and in my sixth year as CDS, and with the Canadian Armed Forces gaining an even stronger strategic posture, I'm excited at the prospect of a new CDS being appointed to lead the profession of arms in Canada and take you even further. So we talked a little bit, uh, you know, the, the scandal, the Mark Norman scandal uh, that uh, will, of course, uh, stain um, a, a bit of that history of um, General Vance's tenure. But he also worked towards, as I mentioned, you know, trying to um, stop the, uh, sexual misconduct in the Canadian Armed Forces, uh, help develop 
the um, new defense policy, which was called Strong, Secure, Engaged, um, led the military's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. So we'll be interesting to see who is named next. Again, uh, General Vance did command here in Edmonton back in the 2000s, 2006 to 2008, as um, as the head of uh, one Canadian mechani- mechanized brigade group in Edmonton and uh, was remembering this. It was 10 years ago this month that um, that um, General Vance uh, almost died in Afghanistan. Other soldiers did. Um, Corporal Nick Bulger passed away. He was there to protect the life of um, then Brigadier General John Vance in Afghanistan. Um, Corporal Bulger was based here in Edmonton and his family still here. I know that uh, General Vance... Um, or as a bracelet with uh, his name and and other names on there. I have have seen that. Um, But there are a lot of ties for him to Edmonton. He has been back here numerous times, uh, most recently uh, when the Air Force Squadron for Tacal was deploying to Mali a year and a half ago. He was here briefing them, uh, doing a Q&A session with them out at the base. He's been here for numerous galas as well, fundraisers for the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Center. So uh, we'll see who is named next. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take a few months. Um, But uh, General Vance, the Chief of Defense Staff, announcing he is stepping aside uh, from the position as the country's top soldier.